Do you want to be inspired by other brilliant business owners? Find out how and why they set their brilliant businesses up. Discover some of the triumphs and struggles they face along the way. If so, then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Brilliant Businesses Podcast. We interview business owners to find out their story and journey as to how they set their businesses up. We believe that story is an important way of making their businesses shine, and we share those stories on this podcast. Keep building those brilliant businesses. So good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a Brilliant Businesses podcast. My name is Nick Bryant, and I'm here with Julian Ford today. Hey, Julian. Hi. Good to see you again. <laughs> you too. It's been a long time, isn't it? It has, exactly. Yeah, really good to see you again. Um, Julian is from InExpress Canterbury, okay. um, and InExpress supply reliable shipping and logistics support for businesses. Um, Julian's going to explain um, the background of the business, and we'll go into that in a bit more detail later. But first off, let's talk about the history sure. and how you got to where you are, because you've got a great story. I've yeah, heard it before, exactly. It. <laughs> well, it, it's a slightly uh, unusual story, perhaps not the conventional way that you get into logistics. My uh, mm. my background's actually engineering, mm-hmm. uh, and I spent most of my career in uh, business-to-business uh sort of industrial sales and marketing. Okay. Uh, and we spent a chunk of time in the Middle East, in, in Dubai, which was quite good fun. Yeah. Uh, and we were renting uh, generators, so selling electricity basically for uh, things like construction projects and then wider field uh, mining, oil and gas applications, uh, and even um, power for things like the Olympics, uh, for the broadcasting and for the, the World Cup. Okay. So these were sort of uh, industries where the... Uh, the level of customer service was was very high because mm. it, um, there were sort of critical applications, mm. often uh, keeping um, uh, operations running twenty four seven, and um, so we we got quite used to that sort of uh, providing uh, high levels of customer service. And then uh, when it came to come back to the uh, time to come back to the UK with the family, because uh, nothing is forever, is it? <laughs> Absolutely, unfortunately. Yeah. So, can't um, live the high life in Dubai forever, <laughs> mate. <laughs> no, you can't, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so we came back and uh, I was looking, it seemed to be a, a good opportunity to start a, a, our own business up. Mm. So we, uh, we were after something that really uh, had uh, uh, sort of customer service as the, the, the value proposition, the, the core of it. Um, and uh, I was also uh, seeing all the vans turning up at our house with the uh, items being delivered. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, I thought there's something in this courier <laughs> business. So we looked around and we ended up uh, signing up for uh, for a courier franchise. That was about six years ago now. Okay. And uh, we haven't really looked back since then. So, and that's yeah. where you are. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so explain the business model to me, how it, how it all <clears throat> works and who you help and how you help them. Yeah, okay. Mm. So... Um, we're part of a, a franchise network. In the UK, there's about 100 uh, of us. Um, and e- essentially, it's, it's sort of cooperative purchasing. So being part of the franchises gives us access to the uh, the big carriers. So mm. people like DHL, FedEx, UPS, all the names that uh, they all know. Um, and then we also partner with some of the big uh, haulage companies, yeah. uh, both domestically and for, for international shipping as well. So uh, so that's part of it. Um, but an, another real strength of the, the network is the experience of all the other franchises uh, who are in there. Okay. Um, so uh, it doesn't really matter what the uh, what the problem is. There's usually somebody out there who's got uh, some it. ideas and, yeah. and can help us uh, with that. So, okay. uh, so, so that's certainly an important part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then from then, um, 
uh, in terms of the sort of businesses that we uh, we support, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, the, the, the UK industry is really um, uh, held up by uh, masses of uh, small to medium-sized companies. Yeah. It's a sort of characteristic of the, the UK economy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those companies, um, obviously, they're, they're bringing either supplies in or they're sending out, uh, out products. But also, they want to focus on what they're doing. So they don't have lots of people to sort of worry about the peripheral activity, if you like, of, of things like logistics. Yeah. So that's where, uh, where companies like ours come in, because we sort of act as an extension to their operations. Okay. Um, as well as having that, that uh, so as, as well as having the uh, the carrier connections, we've also got the experience uh, of things like uh, documentation and customs regulations and so on. Okay, uh, which really gives people an edge, so they can focus on, on what they want to do, mm. and uh, we can help them with the uh, with the moving the goods about part of it. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Leave the leave them, them to do their business. And leave the shipping. To, leave the shipping to you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, and I suspect there's there is a lot of there's been a lot of changes in legislation and um, over over Absolutely. over the last while with with with, with Brexit and and Correct. all sorts of other problems <clears throat> that we've had in the UK. Yeah. So how has that affected your customers? Um, well, well, quite significantly actually. Yeah. Um, obviously, we had Brexit, and then mm. that was sort of followed up by uh, the whole COVID uh, situation, mm. and then after that, um, you know, we, we've had sort of interest rates rising. So we, we've had quite a lot of shifting dynamics yes. in, in the market yeah. in, in, of late. Yeah. Um, Interestingly enough, um, the although we have to go through uh, a, a new process for importing and exporting European goods, it's actually quite similar, although ironically more complicated, uh, than sending goods uh, wider afield internationally, say to the States or to uh, Australasia. Yeah. Um, but it, it, what it has done is it, it, it's brought two things: one, more administration, so there's a lot more documentation that people mm. have to uh, have to cope with. Um, so there's costs of of customs uh, clearance that have to be brought yeah. in, yeah. Uh, and and it also takes time as well. That's the other thing. Right. That, um, and these are sort of things that small businesses don't really want to uh, uh, take yeah. on board. So sadly, some of our customers did actually stop uh, sort of selling into Europe for they, a while. Yeah. But I think now uh, a couple of years on now that things have settled down people are realizing that actually that was an important part of their business yeah so they're looking to uh, to, to to gain that back and and quite a few people have come to us and said can you help us with mm. uh you know with the deliveries back into europe so okay well, i'm pleased to say that we've been able to do that that's for good quite a few companies yeah, yeah that's really exactly. good and i suppose through through the pandemic as well the ex- the explosion if you like of e-commerce was mm-hmm. just you know, it went through the roof. I don't know what the percentages are, but they're, they're you know, doubling and doubling and doubling, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so what what sort of, how can, how can you help people with e-commerce? So I guess it's the same thing, but you've, I think you've got sort of special software that you use, which goes into their, yeah, their, their Shopify or their, yeah, their exactly. sites like that. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, you're right about e-commerce. Uh, mm. Interesting. Uh, the UK market is actually the third biggest global market for is it? e-commerce transactions after the US wow. and China. Wow. So uh, that's that's quite a... Everyone's jumping on it. Yeah, they have because yeah, yeah. of the convenience mm. and, and so on, which is mm. good. And, and not only um, sort of retail business to consumer type uh, shipping but also uh, b2b you know sort of business to business of course um, because you know people recognize that uh, there's a there's a new opportunity uh, yeah and, and it sort of brings potentially global suppliers and global customers to uh, to a business mm. um, and it also makes the domestic market very uh, well really a local market because uh, yeah. you know your shop window is on on, on your Absolutely. on your laptop sort of thing yeah so yeah uh, so it's, it's brought that 
but it's made it um, very competitive as well. Okay. Um, because it's it's obviously very easy for people to set up. <clears throat> yeah. So it's more a battle of uh, how good your ranking is on SEO. Oh, yeah. You know how, how easy you are to do business with. And back to this customer service thing. You mm. know, it, customer service is absolutely key. And, uh, mm. and if you're not there, then uh, somebody else will yeah will, will take the business. Yeah. Off so, uh, and and obviously that's you know that's. Where, where you stay strong because um, people you build relationships with your clients um, people are going to keep using you sure. um, but on the e-commerce side you know that's so important for them as well for their websites yeah. to have a have a smooth experience through that buying process isn't it it is um, and especially yeah. with their deliveries you know if their deliveries don't turn up yeah, or they're late correct. or correct. you know there, there's yeah, a bad exactly. returns policy you, you you can help with all of that, can't well, you? Well, we certainly can. And, yeah. and you mentioned uh, uh, the the uh, software, and we do have our own yes. uh, in-house uh, booking system, which is good. It's called uh, WebShip. Yeah. Uh, and it integrates with a lot of the, um, the the common e-commerce platforms. And that in itself helps because it just reduces the amount of admi- administration. You don't have to re-key all the order details yeah. and, and the address details and so on. It's all it's all there. So you can process a lot of data very, uh, very quickly. Okay. But more importantly, um, it's also the follow-up and, and, and that's something that we, we do as part of our, our service is, is following up just to make sure that if there are any issues because, you know, it's people, it's Usually vehicles, are. it's traffic, <laughs> it's computers. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to uh, ever promise that nothing will go wrong. In fact, I can guarantee you that things will go wrong yeah. because that's the nature of the uh, of the industry. But yeah. what we do is do our best to, you know, to put things uh, back to where they, they ought to be. Excellent. So, uh, so that's really part of the proposition. Good. So someone's planning um, either a, a new business or they've been in businesses a while, in a while um, and they're thinking about distribution uh, and operations and, um, you know, getting stuff out to their customers. Sure. Well, they pick the phone up to you. Maybe talk us through that process about what they do and how you help. Yes, yeah. okay. So um, th- there's actually quite a lot to understand um, in, in, in the shipping world. I know people think, well, it's just give it to a carrier and it turns yeah. up. And, and <laughs> it's it, not but, as easy. But as it doesn't <laughs> actually work like that, no. unfortunately. Um, first of all, is actually getting the right carrier for the job because mm. not all companies are the same. Um, some are good at moving things in bulk. Some are good at moving big things. Uh, if it's value, or, or, or expensive then or fragile uh, there are certain carriers who are, who are better at doing that okay so, yeah um, and also you know the size and the value it so so it, it and, and the nice thing is because we don't particularly align ourselves to any one carrier yeah. we can kind of take a consultative approach and understand exactly what the customers wanting to do yeah and then match them up with the the, the right provider for that so they're not going to know that are they no it, exactly no and why would you unless yeah, yeah. you've got it and, and even people who've had you know, I've had customers who perhaps worked in the industry a while ago and, you know, we respect things move on and, and it's not as it, as it was before. So yeah. getting the right carrier is important. Something else that's really important is packaging. Mm. Uh, people kind of just think it's a, an, a cost that people want to minimise. But I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, money spent on, you know, they say time uh, spent planning is, is seldom wasted and, and yeah. money spent on packaging is seldom wasted as well because yeah. uh, that's um, – <clears throat> and we've got some customers who send sort of ceramic artwork and, uh, and, and it can be done, but you've just got to do it the right way and use the right carriers. Yeah. So, uh, so that's, that's quite So do you, help, do you help people with um, 
using the right packaging for it you know not using say for instance you've got a box that's too big and you've wasted space therefore you're paying more because you've got a box too big so there's a balance i right, mean okay. i think we've all received you know the amazon box that's as big as this table and it's yeah. got a phone in it <laughs> yeah. or something ridiculous <laughs> that that's kind of extreme but yeah. um you can under you can easily underpack goods um particularly things which are which are valuable and yeah. and so on so um it, it's a trade-off between getting it there safely and and, mm. and paying a bit too much for it but mm. uh, uh but that's that's all part that's, of the uh, the skill if you that's like. where you're, you're and, coming and, uh, yeah that's and, where we're coming and um things like insurance as well you know. yeah um and again this is a bit of a myth because people just expect that the carrier will insure stuff yeah uh, and that isn't the case at all right. um they have something called a liability which is a, a, a sort of a, a minimum uh commitment but that tends to be based on on the weight of the uh the goods shipped okay so the actual amount of cover is is fairly limited right um and certainly if you're sending anything of value we always recommend either to insure it with a carrier or we also offer an independent uh, insurance option as well okay so really uh, really important yeah. no, you, exactly you, i mean you know some of our, our customers sending out um, instrumentation which is worth thousands of pounds yeah so uh you know even though the shipping may only be sort of 20 or 30 pounds to get it there the uh, the value of the goods is well beyond uh, you it, know, it's a, it could be a make and break for us for some but business it couldn't be, it yeah you and know? sometimes it's unique or it's it's you know difficult to replace because i guess also what you were saying earlier about different um, carriers doing things in different way some some may be more more some have more more breakages than others correct yeah Uh, you know you're not going to use them because we you know that they they Yes. and depending on what you're sending, you know, mm. if you're sending high value goods, there are certain companies you would, certainly wouldn't use. Um, so it's just a question of, of having that discussion and really helping people yeah. understand how to yeah. how to do things properly. That's yeah. I, do, what bit do you like about it the most? Is it the, it's the customer services and dealing with people, make sure well, it goes smoothly? Yeah, I, I yeah. think so. I mean, there's every day is different, which is the nice thing yeah. about it. Um, and there's always there's always sort of uh, issues and frustrations that come up. And actually, I'll challenge these days because I, I didn't really talk about about the sort of documentation behind Brexit. But yes. these days, there's a, there's a lot of uh, data and information that you actually have to provide when making a booking. Otherwise, when it gets to its destination, the customs people just just won't let it through. Right. And people need to understand that actually this is a change that's you know that's not going to go away. Mm. Uh, and if you get it right, actually you can move goods around fairly quickly and fairly easily yeah but it's easy just to put the wrong phone number in or leave something out and then all of a sudden uh I, then you've got a big problem and and, and that's what can take i could imagine so, with a with a form that's really important for with h with hmr you know customers yes, customs exactly. yeah. you write something wrong on there and then it, the whole process just gets held up it know? does and and to be honest in the early days of brexit um customs were reasonably uh, lenient on letting things through but as things have, have, have as time has passed rather yeah. um, people have started to tighten up quite a lot on that and, and okay. the detail that you have to provide is is, is becoming more and more yeah. uh, stringent as okay. well so yeah it's, yeah, it's tight it's good um, well it's great that the people can know they can turn to you because if you've got all that, that um, experience sure what's um, how do you market your business, Julian? You do a bit. You do. I know you do B and I, and that's been really successful yeah, for yeah, you. Do you. Absolutely. Obviously, great podcasts like this. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know. What, yeah. how- 
So um, we we haven't done uh, a lot of active uh, sort of advertising uh, mm. as such. Um, I, th- I think these days people don't like to be sold to. Agreed. Um, yeah. I, you know, and, and I know when I get phone calls and people say, you know, well, I want to sell you this, and, and it actually puts you off. Yes. So yeah. uh, I, I'm a great believer in in the sort of uh, the power of referrals. Yes. And, and, and building that relationship. And in our industry, we're not really looking for uh, for thousands of customers, uh, okay. if you like. Mm. But what we do want to do is have good solid relationships with the people that we work with and yeah. really understand what they're trying to uh, trying to achieve yeah. so uh, uh, we get quite a lot of uh, recommendations which is nice yes uh, that that's always good isn't means it? That, that we're doing something right somewhere yeah. and uh, yeah we will you know we, we have uh, sort of a website presence and so on sure. but uh, and yeah and the businesses that you serve I mean do you, are they all, all local um, but obviously they're <clears> shipping <throat> across the world rather than someone across the world shipping here well we can do it both ways right okay. um, because uh, uh, as you probably know, the UK is a big importer. Yes. In fact, we bring in more goods than we export because we don't really have a very strong manufacturing base these days. Yeah. So uh, importing is is a, a very important part of uh, okay. of what we do. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and nice. and and we we can we can manage that uh, both ways for people. What does yeah. the future hold? Do you think? For, yeah. For shipping and uh, well, shipping containers and different ways of doing mm-hmm, it, and mm-hmm. uh, and the you know the. The, the climate and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a big question and yeah. there's, a, there's, there's a, a lot in it. Mm. Um, uh, where did we start with that one? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I asked you too many questions there, didn't no, I? No, it's okay. I think um, <clears throat> if you start with e-commerce, uh, one of the things I do believe is that this uh, sort of door-to-door delivery of, of, of B2C type products, yeah. I, I don't see that being sustainable, uh, okay. to, to be honest. Um and, and I say that because uh, not because the demand isn't there, but it, it's just not realistic to have vans driving around um, mm. and uh, drivers knocking on doors and people not being in and coming back again. Yeah. Um, it, environmentally, it's not sensible. It's not, um, it? You know, some drivers that they're, they're doing 150, 200 drops a day, which is kind of just just not realistic. Frantic, isn't it? Yeah. And if you look at companies like uh, countries rather like Scandinavia, they have these things called pudos, uh, pick up and drop off points, and you're beginning oh, yeah. to see them around. Yeah. The UK actually often at supermarkets or garages or whatever. Mm. So basically, the van will go along and leave all the items in the central place. Yeah, and then the you know the customer gets told where it is and they can fetch it at a time that's you know convenient for them. That's so so that in itself makes a lot of sense. Mm. Um, but I I think um, you know globalization isn't going to go away, and, mm. and um, certainly as, as as UK businesses are, are trying to grow, you know we're being pushed to export. Yeah, uh, and I think as people begin to realise that it's not. Quite quite as, as scary as perhaps uh, you know you might think um, mm. and with the right advice and, and somebody holding your hand it's actually relatively easy to to be exporting as well so okay. i'd like to think that uh, a lot of our current customers could be expanding beyond the the uk into uh, into international business. yeah and why not that would you know, be good yeah the platforms are there for them to use aren't Indeed, they especially yeah. like you're around <clears throat> exactly mm. and um something else that we've uh, recognized is that as companies grow from being, you know, a sort of a small office or a garage type operation, um, particularly if they're distributing products, then um, that whole uh, the leap to taking a unit or a warehouse is quite a big one. It's quite yeah. expensive, and, yeah. and often you don't need a whole unit. So we're also looking to introduce a service, uh, a fulfillment service, basically where we can hold people's product. 
Okay. So uh, we can receive the goods, we can uh, store it and pick and pack and dispatch it. And we've got a, a, a really world-class partner who's uh, very experienced in doing that uh, that whole pick and pack okay. uh, process. And then you marry that up with our uh, international sort of experience of moving goods around yeah. and, and the connections <clears throat> that we have. And we believe we've got quite a compelling uh, opportunity to help people on that uh, on that growth that's, that's it's a great so, sort of fits uh, in superbly what absolutely. you do isn't it yeah so people that's where maybe people more more sort of, sort of drop shipping kind of approach yeah, it, yeah. exactly <clears throat> but often people uh, are buying uh, goods in from overseas yeah uh, they may be customizing it packaging it in some way yeah and then they need to store it and, and obviously manage the whole of the, the distribution mm. process yeah so, uh, well not everyone's yeah. got a warehouse that. <laughs> no exactly and nobody wants and it's also you know a big commitment whereas we can help people you know take sort of uh, ginger steps towards having yeah. that uh, you know that that big uh, that's excellent. mega bucks warehouse that's excellent so, so that, is that in well. place or that's something you're working no, on no it's something we can do already we're already okay. talking to a few people about okay. it so uh, happy to uh, yeah start discussions on great okay so, well if anyone out there is interested in that then you know get in touch with Julian um, thanks Julian that's great I mean, good insight into your business thank you um, if anyone's got any questions about um, shipping logistics um, fulfilment then please get in touch with Julian. All his details are on the Brilliant Businesses website. And um, you, obviously you can, they can just contact you via your website and your contact yeah. for anything. Yeah, um, so thanks very much for inviting me in, Julian. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Good to see you again. Good to catch up again. And we'll, and, uh, we'll, we'll see you for another podcast soon, perhaps. Look forward to okay, it. Okay, cheers. Thank you. Bye.